in a laboratory presenting to a room full of investors and journalists, the very pregnant Dr. Cheyenne Lopez has engineered machines small enough to reorganize atoms, changing lead into gold, fire into water, anything into anything else. There's still bugs to work out, but her her employers are impatient and they want a demonstration or a new project leader. So her husband, Professor Cesar Lopez, has canceled his astrophysics class this morning and just arrived for support. She watches him sit down with the others in the observation room before introducing herself, her team, and a fish tank filled to the brim with black sand. Cheyenne holds up a glass of water, explaining that the nanites are programmed with the atomic structure of fermented grapes. And with a smile, she says they will now turn water into wine. The tank shakes, and the sand changes into a humming, floating, black cloud. She raises the cup to the swarm of mini-robots, and swirling around the water inside, it starts turning dark red. Everyone cheers. Hands are shaken, plans for profit are discussed, while Caesar smiles ear to ear. The mother of my children, he thinks proudly. Before the cup starts melting into wine and the nanites crawl up her hand, it starts burning as she hurries to her computer then falls back screaming as they devour her skin, turning it into alcohol dripping off her flesh. The team desperately taps at their keyboards to shut it all down. As her muscles and bones are exposed, she finds her husband's face in the panicked audience, and everything goes silent. In a private moment between them, she grabs her stomach, their children, before splashing onto the floor as wine and blood. Caesar shouts at the puddle, banging on the glass, then faints in disbelief. As per Cheyenne's business contract, all her work is absorbed back into the company and to be used how they see fit. Her employers present a $30 million settlement check to Caesar, as well as stock holdings. And over the next few months, he watches them make trillions of dollars from his loss. It makes him sick. 
Cheyenne told them she needed more time, but they threatened her job, pushed her work to a dangerous place. It was their greed that killed the love of his life. It was people and their nature. Why should they get a future when she doesn't, when their children don't? Caesar quits teaching and takes his money, his wife's research from home, and goes to work. It takes years of engineering and making enough nanites until it's finally ready. The astrophysics expert steadies the camera and introduces himself before explaining his revenge. A Dyson Sphere is a machine that can trap a star and absorb its energy. He's built one inside the moon where he's recording this. It's been turned into a satellite and a laboratory, now sending trillions of nanites to the sun. They're turning its energy into metal rings quickly wrapping around it. And in 24 hours, it will be in a cage of death before it explodes, sending hellfire, scorching the earth, then leaving everything in frozen darkness. Caesar lets viewers know that he's not sharing this information to cause panic. He's sharing this information so unlike him, they can make peace with their families. So look for hope and hold it tight because that'll burn too. The floor beneath him collapses into a platform, taking him down the Star Destroyer, as his video message is shared all over the internet. And meanwhile, in a military war room, everyone debates over how to stop the man but it would take rockets days to reach him. Someone suggests disabling the weapon with a virus. And back on the moon, while Caesar watches the Earth spin, he feels a hand on his shoulder. Cheyenne's hand. The military hacked his computers and nanites to project his dead wife's DNA. This isn't real, he's thinking. He's gone insane. He's dreaming. But she kisses him, and he tastes her. Miracle, he says. They hug. Tears come down their cheeks. But they kiss again, and it burns his lips. He steps back confused, touching them as the burning spreads across his face, turning red now. The station begins to crumble all around him as his skin drips off and the rings around the sun collapse. Caesar screams at his computer to activate Project Firestarter. 
his backup plan. Before he turns into a waterfall of blood spilling to the floor. And dozens of missiles are launched from the moon's surface as the military tracks them headed to Earth. Picking up more and more speed, no one can tell what they are until they explode in the atmosphere. Over the Pacific Ocean, over Yellowstone, over Hawaii and Indonesia, what looks like iron telephone poles rain down. The rods from God, his plan B, are specially designed spears falling from the sky. Quickly breaking the sound barrier, they collect kinetic energy until diving into a chain of super volcanoes around the world and exploding inside, they set off a ring of firestorms that torch every living thing on Earth before ash clouds block the sun, leaving it all in a cold, dark winter. <laughs>